All right, welcome to All Day Sports with me, joined by Austin. How you doing, Austin? I'm doing all right. How about yourself? I'm doing all right. All right. Um, so the first, we're just going to get straight into it. All right, the first topic, our favorite and dark horse for MVP. Who's your favorite <laughs> and why? Yeah, my favorite for this year's NFL MVP is Pat Mahomes, just because he's coming off a great year after he came back from his injury. And I think him coming back 100% healthy. It's, I just don't see how, with the schedule this year, how he can't win his second MVP. What about you? Can't argue that. I got Mahomes also. In 14, I mean, you know, he got injured last year. But in 14 games, he managed to put up 4,031 yards, 26 touchdowns, and five picks. You know, he was doing insane things last year while being injured. They won the Super Bowl. He's coming off hot. He's got a chip on his shoulder. I can't, I just can't go wrong with him. No, you, you really and can't. My, my big thing for MVP is has always been like your record and stuff. And I could see the Chiefs honestly being one of the only few teams in, a, in NFL history to go sixteen and zero. Yeah, and that's the thing that I bring into it is I don't think anybody affects a team more than Patrick Mahomes, like. Last year when Pat Mahomes got hurt and Matt Moore was the quarterback, no disrespect to Matt Moore. Matt Moore played great, but the offense was just completely different. We did not play nowhere near the same. Exactly. All right. And uh, who is your dark horse MVP? This year I picked Josh Allen as the dark horse, you know. He's been developing every single year more and more. You know, he, he's a physical quarterback. He, he'll run the ball. He'll run the ball if the defense isn't there and stuff. And I think with the additions of Stephon Diggs and Gabriel Davis from the draft, he actually has a wide receiver core you can work with this year. So I feel like everything is developing really well for him. Yeah, I can argue that at all. All right, so my dark horse and my pick for NFL MVP this year is Kyler Murray. Okay, so in his rookie year, he was he had 3,722 yards, 20 touchdowns, and 12 picks. 12 picks is not a lot for a rookie at all. And that is a rare trait to not turn over the ball a lot as a rookie. As we know, a lot of QBs in the first year tend to turn over the ball a lot. And you go back to the era of Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, the pocket quarterbacks. That was that era of winning MVP. Now it is your dual threat quarterbacks, Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, all of them quarterbacks. I just can't go right. wrong with Kyler Murray here. They just get DeAndre Hopkins. Um Defense is already solid there. Yeah, def- defense is already solid. Just picked up Isaiah Simmons. That's going to help him a lot. Get the ball back. Put the ball. Offense looked team. a lot better too towards the end of the year with Kenyon Drake. Yep, exactly. And I can see Kenyon Drake being a big factor because you can't obviously just run the ball every. I mean, pass the ball every play. You have to right. run the ball, or else eventually you're going to get predictable. Right. They got a very solid running back and the best wide receiver in the league. So, yeah, you can't go wrong with it. All right. All right. We're going to come up here to uh, who's better. All right. So, first, we got Tua versus Kyler. It's obviously pretty hard to predict now, but uh, I think Kyler will be better in this right now. Again, he's my uh, NFL MVP for this year. And uh, I think Tua. Bold prediction here, right? You ready? Bust. The hip injury is going to be way too much in his career. It's going to keep bothering him. I just don't – I don't think 
the coaching staff of Miami is very good either. And I don't think uh, we'll be a good NFL quarterback. Yeah, I had, I had the same thing. I just, the only thing that injuries that Tua has had, I mean, he's had the hip injury at Alabama towards the end of the year, and he's had tons and tons of ankle problems since high school. So, would like add that to Miami's eh, GM, like whole entire coaching staff and everything like that. I just don't They're see team. it going well there. They're not a team that really progress players that well. No. And I just don't see things going very well there. I feel like it's going to be another Josh Rosen. Yeah, I can see that very much as well. All right, next up we got Galladay versus Adams. What's your prediction? Well, not your prediction. But, right uh, now, I think Adams is the better wide receiver. But Galladay has the stuff and the ability to be better. But you got to think, Galladay played with who last year at quarterback? Like he didn't, he hasn't had the type of Aaron Rodgers quarterback yet in his career, so he hasn't had the time playing with an all-around solid quarterback. But still, at the end of the day, I'm gonna have to take Adams because of that. Yeah, I had uh, I had Adams too. Also, so don't get me wrong, Galladay had a tremendous season, but you got to look at this at the same time. Adams played in 12 games this year. He basically had 1,000 yards, 997 receiving yards, five touchdowns, and 12 games. You can't get much better than that. Can you only imagine with A-Rod? They're on fire. They made the playoffs and everything. And four more games, he's putting up at least 250 more yards. Yeah. I I think Galladay is young, too, so I think he still has the time, especially with Stafford being back probably this year. Yeah, he's gonna have a better quarterback than David Blau, I think, is who the Lions' quarterback was last year. Yeah, who was awful. Like yeah. All right. I so, uh, Derrick Henry or Derek Zeke? Derrick Henry or Zeke? It's a good one. What do you think? Um, I'm taking Derrick Henry. I mean, I think Derrick Henry right now is arguably the best running back in the league. I mean, dude's just a workhorse. He doesn't have the ability to catch the ball out of the backfield like Zeke does. But what bothers me and what makes this such an easy decision for me is the fact that I hated the way that Jason Garrett used Ezekiel Elliott last year and the year before that. I mean, they're paying him so much money, and they were handing him the ball off 15 times a game, maybe. Like, Zeke has every bit of ability to take the workhorse load that Derrick Henry has. And then we'd be talking, and it'd be a close decision. But right now, it's, it's Derrick Henry right now for sure. Yeah, and I had the same exact thing. Now you got to look at who's the better running back right now, Henry or Zeke. You got to look at. You can't tackle Derrick Henry. You can tackle Zeke. There's almost no NFL player who can consistently tackle Derrick Henry. Right. I mean, am I wrong? Am I right or wrong? Yeah, no, there's nobody. Dude's built. Exactly, he's a linebacker, a running back, and in 15 games, he put up 1540 yards. 15, excuse me there, 1,540 yards and 16 touchdowns. And in games, he was sitting at easy first for both. I mean, not first, right. but uh, rushing yards. Easy yeah. sitting there. And if you ask me, Derrick Henry is one of the few NFL players in a long time 
who I think can put up 2,000 yards plus in a season. Maybe not next year, but maybe the year. It's going to happen eventually. I, I, I mean, they, so they just they just signed Tannehill to an extension. You know their game plan. That's why they signed Tannehill and got rid of Mariota. They realize He's that a, their, like, pound-the-ball offense is working, and then they run the play action with A.J. Brown. Exactly, and it works. Yeah. And Tannehill runs the play action almost to the perfection. Right, exactly. All right, here's a big topic as of late. We got Mixon versus Chubb. I'll let you start on this one. I want to see what you think. All right. Uh, personally, as I am a Bengals fan, I'm going to be as least biased as I can here. And Joe Mixon is third year, Nick Chubb in his second. Nick Chubb has the best statistical season yet. But I got to give it to Mixon here. He's the better player. Now, right now, I can't tell who's going to be a better player later on in uh, their careers. Nick Chubb, you know, he has had injury problems. You never know where that could lead him to. Joe Mixon, right. not so much. Joe Mixon, he, I think, is the better all-around running back. He's a, a better elusive back. He can still run through you. He can just do it all. Nick Chubb, he's a more of a I'm-a-run-through-you type of guy. Right. I just got to give it to Mixon here, being as yeah. non-biased as I can be. <laughs> I I chose uh, I chose Chubb just because I know Baker the whole entire Browns offense was just a dumpster fire last year. Yeah. But you still have to say like Njoku was never a bad tight end before he got hurt. You know that was that was that was like the nail in the coffin. They lost any good tight ends. Uh, they had OBJ. He was hurt. Uh, Jarvis Landry. I mean, with those showdown showdown yeah, with as those much three. With those three receive like receiving in this receiving core, and the numbers that Chubb was able to put up with that much talent around him, just impressed me. Because I was like, I was like, oh okay, they got Jarvis Landry coming in, OBJ coming in. I was like, Chubb's gonna be just on the sidelines because they're gonna be passing the ball the entire game. But it ended up working out for the best, honestly. And Chubb's been killing it the last year. I'm really excited to see what he does this coming year. But Mixon, I still say he's his top 15 running back in the league at least, you know. Yeah, that's at least. I mean, he's an elite running back. Yeah, the me. last two years people, with A.J. Green being back. hurt, he's been the highlight of the offense. Exactly. Stepped up. Some people consider him top five. Personally, not me. I consider him top eight, top nine in that range. So I'll say a safe top yeah. ten. All right, next up, we got A.J. Brown versus D.K. This one, I think, honestly, is the best one yet. What do you got? This here? one's tough because, you know, they've, they've only seen, like, one year, really. Exactly. Um, it's really tough to see, and they both had tremendous Yeah, I'm going to take D.K. off this one just because D.K. has the build to take deep passes. He just he wasn't that type of guy last year. And just manhandle people. Yeah. Just manhandle people. But D.K. has the superb – like short route running over AJ Brown. You look through all of AJ mm-hmm. Brown's stats last year, it was three receptions, 99 yards, a touchdown. So AJ Brown yeah. is almost yeah. in that Deshaun Jackson part of his career. That's who mm-hmm. I compared him to right now because he's just running deep. He's burning mm-hmm. everybody. He's the biggest part to that yeah. Titans offense, to that play it's action. The play, it's the play action. It's yeah. that play action. 
That's probably one of the deadliest offenses yeah. in the league. But right now, the DK is more well-rounded. But I think they both have extremely bright, bright futures. Yeah. And uh, you asked me here before I start, I think A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf, they're going to be the next A.B. Julio, A.J. Green, DeAndre Hopkins type of guys. They're they're in the next phases of the NFL. Yep, I can agree with that. And uh, here, here, honestly, I don't have an answer. I do not have an answer. A.J. Brown had the better year by far. Well, I can't say by far, but he had the better year. But it's the type of offense that each team runs that yeah. it's hard to say who is better because it's, the Seahawks don't really run a play action. Exactly. Because, I mean, that line is – I'm not going to talk about it. Ain't great. Yeah, but right now, if I was going to give the edge to anyone, it's going to be A.J. Brown. But yeah, I don't really have an answer right now. It's understandable. I mean, I see that I could see that going either way, honestly. All right, uh, next up we got Justin Jefferson versus T. Higgins. Personally here, Bengals fan again, I'm going to go with Justin Jefferson. This is honestly kind of easy for me. T. Higgins, it's it's hard to compare both as both of them have not even played a snap in the NFL, right. nor on the training. Right. So, the better college player, if you ask me, it's obviously Justin Jefferson. Yeah. But I can't give too much depth right yeah. now. Once I see their first year in the NFL or first couple of games, I can see who maybe can be bit better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can see that. Um, with the Vikings, I also picked Jefferson. Uh, with the Vikings offense, you know, where like Kirk Cousins is a he's a very good passer, except for on Monday nights. He's <laughs> he's very underrated, except uh, Monday yeah. nights. But I can honestly see Justin Jefferson edging to wide receiver too by the middle of this season. You know, I I, yeah, I think I he's better too. than VC Johnson, and then you know I don't think he's going to be the wide receiver one above Thielen. But I picked Justin Jefferson no. just because I feel like he's going to have the earlier career. You know, with the departure of Diggs from Minnesota, I feel like he slides into that spot and he's going to get snaps this year and more targets. Exactly, and here's the thing. I can't really give too much depth again because you never know. A.J. Green, the next couple of years, he could be good. Right. Tyler Boyd, you never know. The money could get to him. John Ross, John Ross is like on the hot seat this him. year. He's on the hot seat this year. If he doesn't produce and not get injured, he's yep. gone. He's gone. It's as simple as that. And uh, T. Higgins and Burrow could very well be the next A.J. Green and Dalton, but they – you just can't tell right now. It's really hard. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's hard to say, especially with all the rookies. All the rookies are to say because you know it's like picks. You know, you're typically gonna get good picks in the first round, but it's ne- nothing's ever a guarantee. You, you not, Yeah, exactly. Nothing's guaranteed. You look at a couple years ago, Mangles uh, picked uh, Cedric Ogbuhi. Haven't heard of him since uh, Texas A&M. Yeah. Manzel. You to look back at that. Yeah, Manzel. Look at them. Both tremendous players coming out of yeah, the Josh game. Rosen too. Both projects. Yeah, they were all project I mean, players. You go back. I get their quarterbacks and stuff. Players. Like it's not the same, really. But I mean, mm-hmm. still, like you just you you never know. Exactly. Like Tua. Hey, I say he's gonna be a bust, but you never know. He could be 
the greatest right. NFL quarterback of all time be better than what his comparison is in Russell right. Wilson? Mike Vick. Yeah, Mike Vick, all of them. All right, uh, next we got Tua versus Herbert. This is a – I got a bold prediction here. Let's hear it. All right, Tua, like I said, he's the uh, he's the bust of this draft. Not going to go much to, uh, into uh, much detail there. Herbert. A little drum roll here. Right. Hall of Fame QB. Ah, I said, I said, you know, I, I, I've, it's very 50, 50, but my pick is he will be a Hall of Fame QB. He's got by far the best arm in the draft. He's still very athletic. And with that chargers receivers and Eckler, he's a, I don't know how to describe it, but uh, McCaffrey's kid. Yeah. He's a off brand McCaffrey. Uh, off brand McCaffrey. That's a good one. No disrespect, him. but at the same time, let's let's be honest yeah. here. He's not McCaffrey, but he he's got the skill set. Exactly. He plays like McCaffrey. He does exactly. a little bit of everything. And that and that offense is yeah. gonna help. Yeah, I I picked Justin Herbert too, and I was like, one, I highlighted the injuries again with two It's 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 hard to look past mm-hmm. the injuries. And then I exactly injuries are big business. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, the Chargers have the great wide receiver core too. And then I was yeah. like, and at the same time, even with Tua's injuries and the thoughts that, okay, they're going to sit Tua out and play Fitzpatrick this year, I think Justin Herbert's going to easily beat out Tyrod Taylor for the starting job. If he doesn't start, yeah, if he doesn't start think, to begin the season, about, it's probably only going to take a couple weeks. Exactly. I say around week four, week five. So Herbert's going to immediately take That him. happens, and then Tyrod he gets Taylor, more snaps like, than her, uh, Tua does to even start. Exactly. You you look back at that uh, Tyron in Cleveland, he played how it was one game, couple it was like one or, one or two games, games. Was a, and then yeah Baker I forget against he gets injured Baker comes in he lights the league on fire. right now obviously last, last year, year was a little, a little uh, uh, yeah last year was just bad yeah. as a Browns fan like Browns fans I I feel for you last year yeah Super Bowl. To uh, what was the record? Six and ten, I yeah. believe. Yeah, six and ten. O- offensive line was horrible. All right, now we're gonna be going to the uh, we're gonna be predicting way too early every NFL team schedule. Like starting off with Arizona, we got a uh, the Niners week one. It's now. Sorry, it's now. Week two, dub against the Red- Redskins. Week three, dub against the Lions. Week four, dub against the Panthers. Week five, dub against the Jets. Week six, dub against the Cowboys. Week seven, they take a hard out. Week eight, obviously can't lose it to buy. Dolphins, I see a win there. Bills, I see a, a tough L there. It's going to be a close game, I believe. Seahawks, week 11. This is where uh, it can get interesting. Thursday night football. I'm going to give the edge back to the Seahawks again. Patriots, it's iffy, iffy there. I'll give them the win. LA, I'll give them the win. Giants, I'll give them the win. Eagles, I'll see a, it's a heartbroken game right there. Niners, I'm going to give them the dub there. LA, I'm going to give them the dub. All there right, again. all right. Well, 
and this is way yeah. too early, so we can't really. You know, I I think yeah, first week. You know, I don't think San Francisco is going to be as good as they were last year. I don't think they're going to make the Super Bowl again. But they're st- at the end of the day, they're still not going to be a bad team. So I think that they get yeah, beat by the 49ers in week one. Yeah. You know, uh, I think Haskins needs at least another year worth of development since, you know, they should have just kept him in all last year, but they didn't. So he's going to probably, it's going to take a lot more time mm-hmm. to develop. So I'm going to think, I say that they win mm-hmm. there. They take the W at Detroit. I'm really high on Teddy Ridgewater this year in the Panthers. You know, I think they're going to be a very solid team. So I'm going to, they can very good. So I think that they lose again to Carolina. They win the next three against the Jets, Cowboys, and Seahawks. And then they take the win off the bye week in Miami, lose to Buffalo, lose to the Seahawks, take the win against the Patriots, take the win against L.A., take the win against the Giants, lose the next two, and take the win against the Rams again. And again, these might be off. We might say one team's going to beat them and the other's the, the other team. <laughs> there, there was, again, it's 50 There was that ESPN analyst that said the 49ers were going to go 3-13 and 13 last year, and they ended up in the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean. And uh, we can't really predict. So, if we say Arizona, let's say Arizona wins week two, right? And this, again, example. And we say Redskins, they beat Arizona week two. It's just a game where we feel like it could go either yeah. way there. On to Atlanta. Uh, you can go on to Atlanta. You can start it off there. Well, you know, once again, I just, I don't know about that. I just don't know about Atlanta this year, you know? They're 50-50. You like, don't know if Matt Ryan could go back to that MVP caliber type of player. I, I don't even know what happened last year. Like, last year, I don't know. Dumpster. They do have Todd Gurley, and who knows what's going to happen with that. So that could that could be a good addition. But a good... I say they at least – I think they're going to start the year 0-2. And then they're going to take the win against the Bears. I think the Bears are going to be horrible this year again. Um, they're going to lose against the Packers. Yeah. I say they somehow pull off a win in Carolina. They're going to lose to Minnesota, beat the Lions. They're going to lose to Par- uh, Carolina. They're going to lose to Denver. Coming off the bye week, that's a loss to the Saints. They'll beat the Raiders. I just, I don't think the Raiders are going to be any good this year either. Um, lose again to the Saints. No. I think they'll edge out a win in uh, L.A. against the Chargers. Uh, they'll lose to Tampa Bay. They're going to lose to the Chiefs, and they're going to win against Tampa Bay to end the year. You know, it could be a very 4-12 or 10-6 and six type of year, so you never Yeah, know. I mean – they have the talent there, no doubt, but that defense is yeah. very suspect, to say the least. It could be very, it could be top 10 or top yeah. 10 worst. Don't know. All right. So, kicking it off week one, Seahawks and Cowboys own two. Like, like you said, I believe the Bears will not be bad this year. I believe Foles can help out Trubisky in the slightest way and bring out the best in Trubisky. I'm personally a Trubisky believer, but never know. That's an, that's uh, another topic for another time. All right, you got Green Bay to take the L. Panthers, I'm going to give them the L. You never know. Panthers could just be very 50-50 this year, like uh, you said. Yep. 
at the Vikings. This is a very 50-50 game, but I'm going to give it to the Vikings. The Lions, they take the dub. Um, Panthers again. I'm going to give them the win here. One and one split the season. Denver, I think they'll take the L. I th- I'm a firm believer that Denver will be an amazing team this year, and they will be the next Niners. Drew Locke, I, I believe he will light the league on fire, as if like what Baker did his rookie year. Uh, you got the bye week. Saints, you take the L. Raiders, you take the win. Saints, you take the L. Chargers, you L. Tampa, L. Kansas, L. Tampa, L. Respectable, respectable. Down to Baltimore. Uh, let's change it up a little bit so we can save a little bit of time because all 32 yeah. teams is kind of hard to do. Just thoughts, so, uh, thoughts on each team. Kind of look over the would be it. thoughts yeah. on each team around the, their uh, record range yep. around that area. Take a glance at some of the top games that could be big yep. for them yep. or good game in a sense. All right, next we got Baltimore. I think we all know. I think they'll go fourteen and two. Biggest game of the year, Chiefs, and maybe the Titans. That's their two biggest games of the year, yeah. I believe. But uh, I believe uh, they'll lose to Kansas City and they'll lose to Tennessee. Honestly, also, and that'll be their only two losses. Uh, I have the Ravens going ten and six this year. You know, just it's, towards the end of the year, team started figuring it out. And I think a lot of teams in this offseason are looking at exactly what Tennessee did because they got shut down. It was awful. The like the Ravens looked terrible. You just gotta have a good run defense. Yeah. Now you gotta obviously be careful of Marquise Brown yeah. on the field. But I mean uh, the Ravens didn't even look normal in that Tennessee Titans game. And no, I think a lot of teams all. are gonna look at that. So I have them going ten and six. You know, I think they lose to Kansas City. You know, um, who knows with Cleveland this year, honestly. Like, Cleveland has the talent, but it's Cleveland, so mm-hmm. that's all you can really say about that. They're very 4 and 12, yeah. 12 and 14. You never know. Yeah. Maybe the coaching staff. Um, I'm high need. on the Colts this year, honestly. You know, I think I think the pieces are mm-hmm. there for Phillip Rivers to have a good year. Um, mm-hmm. I think Patriots are horrible, obviously. They're not going to be very good this year. Um, I can no, see the Cowboys playing well this year, depending on how McCarthy how that yeah, goes with McCarthy. But I think ten and it just depends on the QB yeah. situation. But no matter what, I yeah. think it'll I, be a good. Situation. I'm taking the ten and six, but I, I also wouldn't hesitate to go take the over on that either. Yeah. All right. Next up, we got Buffalo. I think they're a very eleven and five team. I don't. Th- I think no matter what, they're making the playoffs this year. They only got better this year with uh, the additions of uh, – help me out here. Stephon, Stephon Diggs. Diggs and Gabriel Davis from the draft from USC – or UCF yeah. was very solid. Mm-hmm. And uh, Josh Allen, you know, he's a very physical yeah. quarterback. Very, He's got one of the best arms in the league. Yeah. and uh, Key up on decision-making. Like and... you said, he's a dark, he's a, he's a dark horse MVP yeah. this year. And Stephon Diggs is only going to help that. They got their defense was their said. highlight last year. Their defense is already really good. Exactly. And uh, 
I think they go around 11-5, 10-6, 11-5, 12-4 in that range. That's my range. Honestly, the same. I think Josh Allen's only going to get better for every year for the next at least five years. And I think they have the division locked down for the next four or five years, no doubt in my mind. Again, this is a new, another topic, but I believe Josh Allen's will be a top five QB in the yeah. next five years. You know, I, I think they have the lead or that division on lockdown. You know, like as a Chiefs fan, as for a Chiefs fan, I don't think that the game in week six is just a blow off game anymore against the Bills. I you know no. I think they're a team to you know, be worried about sometimes, yeah. Watch out for it. Exactly. No, obviously, at the beginning of the year last year against Cincinnati, it was a rough game. Yeah. They finished it out, but uh, they finished right. it. So, definitely. Gonna That's moment. what I have, Matt, too. All right. So, we got – you said you're very high on Carolina. Yep, yep. Here. What are you thinking here? Uh, all I have to say is uh, Teddy F. and Bridgewater, dude. A dude balled out in New Orleans, you know, revitalized his career, like revived his career completely. Mm-hmm. And those five was it five mm-hmm. games that he played went five and zero oh and played a, like really well. And their schedule yeah. isn't that tough. You got Raiders. Not really. I don't think the Buccaneers are that good. I don't think they're going to be very good. You know, Chargers are young. Arizona is young. Mm-hmm. At, you don't know about Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, I'm low on Chicago and stuff, too. And then you play Buccaneers twice. You get the Lions on the schedule and Redskins. You know, I think it could be mm-hmm. a very solid year. Yeah, I can't go wrong with that there. But uh, I'm going to have to take the opposite there of Carolina. I don't think Teddy Bridgewater is your answer. Don't be, get me wrong. Like, do you see his, his bike mile thing? Impressive. But that has nothing to do with the NFL, and uh, I just see him going very much 5-11 and 11 and yeah. 6 and you know, I, 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 I think the potential is there. Good. I don't have them winning the division, obviously. But, mm-hmm. you know, I think the potential is there. I think the biggest holdback was Carolina getting Matt Rule and not pursuing McCarthy. Yeah. I like that, too. I I did, I wasn't very sure about Ron Rivera yeah. releasing, but I mean, yeah, you never maybe know. Maybe it works I mean, out. I don't. You gotta you gotta see it sometimes, you know. Never know. All right, Chicago. Here we go. I think this is Trubisky's blow up year, and they go nine and seven. Now, obviously, Trubisky he isn't he isn't going to be a Pro Bowl QB. But that defense is yeah. elite. And defense will win them games a lot of the times. Their schedule, don't get me wrong, it's kind of hard. But it's a very 9-7 and seven type of team. Yeah. Nine and seven I have the Bears at 6-10 and 10 this year. And I think the only reason they get close to six wins is because of their defense. Uh, Mitch Trubisky mm-hmm. was horrible last year. You know, Not as bad as Tom Brady, though. Don't get me started on that. But he wasn't good. Uh, <laughs> Nick Foles broke his collarbone in week one last year. Hasn't – and got benched to a rookie last year. So I'm not high on either of those. It, it did. But it worked it out. Did. Okay. You know, Gardner Minshew isn't bad. But he still got benched to a rookie. Mm. And, yeah. 
you know. But it'll it'll bring out the best. It could, yeah, it very well could. You know, it, it there's potential, but like, I just I I can't take the. I I don't buy it yet, honestly. I'm not on it. Yeah, I can't go wrong with that. All right, next up, Cincinnati, my favorite team. This will be as non-biased as possible. I think they are a 50-50 team. Their defense, if you saw, this is their best offseason in franchise history. I think no one can argue that. They just picked up, arguably could be one of the best QBs in NFL history and probably the best QB in Cincinnati history. He will. I think he will lead them to the Super Bowl in the next ten years, somewhere around there. Obviously, injuries—you right. never know. But I think Cincinnati can be a very well much four and twelve team or a twelve and fourteen. Now, I do want to note out after their bye week. Look, so you got at Steelers. They can win that, or they could very well lose that. You never know. It's at Heinz Field. It's hard mm-hmm. to win at Heinz Field. But that is the, not the highlight right here. Look at their next four, yeah, next four games. Redskins, dub. Giants, dub. Lions, I mean, not Lions, excuse me. Dolphins win. And Cowboys, you never know. They could yeah. very well win that game. And Cincinnati, I can see them taking the win. Then you got Houston. Who knows just, with that team? It, Bill, it's Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien. I, I don't have much to say except Bill O'Brien. And then week 17, here's my thing. I, like I said, Ravens go 14-2. and two. Now, obviously, it depends yeah. what they do. But they could rest their starters that game, and Cincinnati could sneak in a win there. And maybe go nine and seven mm-hmm. and ten and six. Yes, yeah. I mean, I have I have the Bengals at you know right around five hundred this year. Yeah, like I think Zach Taylor yeah. already after his first season is going to be on the hot seat. You know, I don't think there's going to be a whole lot more of the one in fifteen going along before he's gone. I don't believe. I, I'm going to argue. I'm going to stop you right there and argue with there right there. He is not on the hot seat. I believe he is working with a team solely drafted by Marvin Lewis and got together by Marvin Lewis. I believe he does have – he's not on the hot seat yet, but after this year – If there's another, well if there's another game below well, – another season that's well below 500, it, he's definitely on the hot seat, 100%. Yeah. yeah. But I think just I, – I believe the Joe Burrow hype. I think he's going to be a very good quarterback. But, you know, I just – the first year is – I don't know. I don't expect a blow up, honestly. Because, you know, Patrick Mahomes had a year to develop under a very solid quarterback in Alex Smith, and then he blew up the next year. Joe Burrow doesn't have that. He doesn't have anybody exactly. to develop. He's right there. You're like, you're, you're a starter. But you got to look at this, too. He doesn't need any mentors. They got they got uh, Ryan Callahan Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor is a QB coach. He is, if you've looked at it, him and uh, Joe Burrow have talked all offseason. A.J. Green, he said, anywhere that QB is, we're coming there. We're going to work out with him. I believe he's going to fit right in. He's got all the weapons in the world. That line, 
everyone makes it seem as if it's a terrible line. You ask me, it's an average line. That pass, it's not bad at all. Okay, so you got Jonah Williams coming back. Obviously, the star of that line. Left guard. Um, oh, my goodness. Michael Jordan. All right. Sorry for that. Michael Jordan, he is coming off his rookie years. He wasn't terrible at all. Don't get me wrong. And um, Billy Price, you could argue Billy Price, but I think he's a bust, and I saw that from day one. Center, you got Trey Hopkins. If you saw last year, not sure very many people paid attention to Cincinnati offensive line, but he was very good. There's a reason he got a contract extension. It was kind of the bag for him. And then we move on the right guard. You got a Either Xavier Swafilo, I'm not exactly sure how you say it, or you got a guy in Fred Johnson who can move over to right guard. And then right tackle, Bobby Hart. Don't get me wrong, I hated the guy at the beginning of the year. Didn't like him at all. But uh, he he proved himself at the end of the year. I think he would very well yep. be a, yep. a decent right tackle. I mean, Zach Taylor did give him seven mil per year for a reason. You just gotta kind of believe. You know, in I, it. you know, I see them. I see them being able to compete for first place in the division in the AFC North. But I, th- I think it's they gonna be around a five hundred this year. I think they're finishing third. You know, if the Browns stay healthy, I think they're above a five hundred team. So third place to start the year. It's very hard to predict yeah. the AFC North this year. All right, let's go very with Cleveland. 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 I like this. Four and twelve or twelve and four, like I said. I'm not even gonna talk about it. I'm gonna leave it right there. But four and twelve or twelve and four. Either that coach is good and he's gonna work out for him, or yeah. they just gotta move on. You know, I I, I, I am one hundred percent on the Cleveland hype train. Like they have the talent there. It's keeping everybody healthy and keeping like the, the tempers on the sideline, like playing together as a team. That's the only thing that separates the Browns from being a top tier team. They have so much talent. Now, everyone says OBJ, he's a he's a clown or he's a drama type of dude. Last year, he wasn't at all. If they lost, he didn't complain. It wasn't him. It was the coach. The whole entire coaching was just not very good last year. No, not at all. All right, uh, Dallas. You know, with Mike McCarthy, new head coach. Yeah, I I believe I like Mike McCarthy honestly, and uh, with Dalton, all right, we got two different situations here. We're first. I'm going to start off with Dak doesn't hold out and he plays the year. If Dak doesn't hold out and he, let's say he he deserves the bag, right? He gets that forty mil or whatever he wants. They're going twelve and four. Now let's say he does hold out. Dalton comes in. They're an eight and eight team. Honestly, that's all I got to say. Dak, the situation is tough because you know I have the 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 division again this year is not going to be good. There's not going to be good teams in that division. It's going to be the most competitive like it was last year. You know I have the Cowboys going nine and seven and winning the division. Honestly, I won't say they're the toughest division. I believe the AFC North is. Well, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not saying toughest. I'm saying like most competitive in the sense that there's a lot of bad teams. 
that are in the same division. Oh yeah, I see. What yeah, you mean. I I don't think it's like not competitively fun to watch. There's just I believe it solely relies on Carson Wentz's yeah. health. But yeah, so you know, it's hard though for Dallas because Mike McCarthy spent his entire coaching career coaching Aaron Rodgers. Dak Prescott is not an Aaron Rodgers, go not even there. close. Doesn't play the same type of offense. Doesn't play this the same type of style of quarterback. So you know, I'm not sure how well that's going to go. You know, that's why I'm like very optimistic on Dalton if Dak was to hold out because Dalton fits more the play style of Aaron Rodgers. He just doesn't have as good of an arm. Exactly. All right, moving on to Denver. I like this. Bold prediction, 12-4. and four. Drew Locke blows up, has an MVP. I'm going to say top seven MVP candidate. Yeah. He blows up. That defense just got so much better. I mean, I got n- not a lot to say about them, but um, yeah, I have uh, Broncos at eight and eight. You know, same situation in Cincinnati, kind of. Um, very talented offense, solid defense, uh, very young offense, young QB. Mm-hmm. You know, like the Chiefs' defense was horrible last year, and the Chiefs' defense got to them. You know, another year development, mm-hmm. and I even eight and eight. I think the division's going to be so non-competitive this year that I have them second place in the division at 8-8. Eight eight. Yeah, you just never know with the Chargers this year. They could just be a, yeah. a Chargers team. Like, they've always been going yeah, 6 what was it? 10 Two, two years ago, they went 12-4 and four or something like that, or like 11-5. and five. Yeah. And then last year, it was mm-hmm. just bad. Everything was bad last year. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. And then Raiders. It's just right, yeah. It's the Josh yeah. Jacobs. So, so, yeah, for Denver, 8-8, eight and eight, very young offense, very talented team, though. Give it a couple of years. All right, moving on to Detroit. I'm not going to say much else than 2-14. and 14. You can go ahead and say your prediction, um, but I don't have any. Patricia's on the hot seat, you know. He could be making a trip back to, Patri- mm-hmm. to the New England here real quick after this season if things don't go well. But, you know, the upside is tremendous there with Galladay, Marvin Jones, and Danny Amendola. And, yeah, with, with, Stafford. with Stafford being healthy. Stafford's not healthy, it's, it's, it's not going to be good. But on Johnson, if he can stay mm-hmm. healthy, they just picked up DeAndre Swift. Things could go well. I don't know. Defense has to get better. That's the main key. Yeah, I mean – their division's pretty tough. I think that'll be one of the most competitive yeah. divisions this year. Two and fourteen. I'm sorry. I think they'll be the Bengals this year. They're gonna show a lot of promise for the yeah. future. Uh, yeah, I have, I have upside perform. of five hundred. Um, low side, like you said, two and fourteen. Yeah. All right, Green Bay. This is very interesting. They just made some interesting draft choice, yeah. Picks, yeah. I don't know what to say there. I'm very uh, bamboozled. I don't know why you pick Jordan Love over a guy like T. Higgins, or in the second round you pick AJ yeah. Dillon. Already having Jamal Williams, who's a solid third down back. Yeah, Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones. I don't know what the point of that pick is. Maybe Green Bay's got a plan yeah. that I have no idea about. 
but those picks were very yeah. interesting. Now, don't get me wrong. Jordan Love could turn into an amazing QB. My pick, my not pick, but uh, prediction, him and two are just yeah. – um, I don't like him. Yeah, I have uh, – Aaron Rodgers is ticked off, to say the least. Um, it's the Aaron Rodgers situation all yeah. over again like it was Brett Favre. Um, Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. finds a way to take horrible offensively uh, – horrible offensive teams – and turn them into ten and six teams. So I have them at ten and six. It's going to be Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, and Aaron Jones this year. You know, I that mm-hmm. it's just ten and six. It's typical. Yeah, I'm 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 around. Yeah, I'm gonna say ten. I agree with that one hundred percent. Ten and six. All right, Houston. Um. Yeah. Houston. Yeah. That's what I had him at twelve. Don't yeah, don't believe in Will don't believe the Will Fuller hype for wide receiver number one. Uh David Johnson hasn't played in seems like a decade healthy. Remember remember four years a draft pick in fantasy every year? Remember four years ago when they were when David Johnson was relevant? Yeah. yeah uh, four and twelve, uh Deshaun Watson has no targets and uh defense isn't spectacular. Yeah. You just <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what Brian's got going yeah. up there, but I don't right. want that. All right, Indiana, very interesting. Philip Rivers. You know? What do you got him going? I, I am. I, I think 9-7 and seven is the upside of this team. You know, they, they have tight ends for Philip Rivers. You know, they I think they signed Trey Burton, I'm fairly certain. Trey Burton can stay healthy. He's not a bad tight end. Uh, receivers are young. If T.Y. Hilton can stay healthy, defense is not bad, and yet defense is younger, you know, it it could very well go well, and it could very well go bad. Yeah. Indiana. Sorry, but I do not like Philip Rivers at all. 5-11. and 11. Moving on. Jacksonville. I'm going to just say it. Minshew Mania is a question mark this year. Does he prove himself? That's where that's what I'm getting at here. Does he prove himself? DJ Chark, DD Westbrook, that defense is average. Maybe. <sighs> average, yeah. Below yeah. average now. Without Ramsey. Uh I believe Minshew does good this year. But eight and eight. That's okay. That's their highest but prediction. I'm gonna say four and twelve. Um yeah, Doug Brown's a horrible coach. Um needs to go. Um Gardner Minshew has so much potential and the whole entire front office and just coaching staff at Jacksonville is awful. That is the only thing yeah. that's holding Gardner Minshew back. Offense is very good, very yeah. young. You know, I then they opted out of Fournette's contract. You know, Fer, Fournette's been okay, but DJ Chark showed up last year. I'd like to see him go through. So you know, I want to see him go to a competitive yeah. team this year and see what he has in him. I don't. I don't. It's very questionable. LSU, he was one of the best running backs yeah. I've ever seen. 
you know, but uh, I just, I just, there's something going on there because all the players want to leave. So, but I think Jack, I think Gardner Mitch is a very good quarterback, kind of getting screwed over by the GMs and the coaching staff six and 10 this year. Upside. All right. I'm going to keep this, I'm going to keep this short and simple for uh, Kansas City. I'm going to leave you a lot of time to (laughs) say your prediction. Everything, uh, 15 and one. Or sixteen and zero, depending on what they I like do that. week seventeen. Um, I'm just saying it. I mean, fourteen and two because I know how the Chiefs are. You know, we lose stupid. We lost to we lost to Ryan Tannehill last year. It's it's the defense. It's not the offense. Yeah. It's the defense. Is the defense going to show up this mm-hmm. year at the beginning of the year? They showed up at the they showed up at the end of the year. I believe it does. Is it showing up in the regular season? Fourteen and two. I have us potentially, you know, losses. Potential losses are to the Bills in Carolina. I think we beat Baltimore. I think our. I think we can outscore Baltimore. I don't think our defense can stop them, but I feel like we can outscore Baltimore. It's with uh, Earl Thomas on the hot seat after that interesting right. situation. We could say that's gonna. That's gonna drop their defense. That's, that's what I. Lot. The other thing that I thought about is, is that you know Baltimore runs the ball. It's gonna take them a lot longer to score than the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs can outscore mm-hmm. Baltimore. I don't think they can stop them. That's why I have them beating them. But you know, it's the stupid games like Carolina that I could see us losing. Or you know, we have the Saints mm-hmm. on the schedule. Saints aren't a bad team. We could lose to the Saints. No, no, so, yeah. no. Fourteen and two is the low side, honestly, in my opinion. All right, uh, Chargers. It's interesting how this goes this year. Does Justin Herbert start, or does Tyrod Taylor? Yeah, take it on this year. Honest. All right, so I'm gonna say both situations. Tyrod Taylor, if he leads the team to a the whole season or whatever, they're gonna go four and twelve. Herbert's going to start the last three or four games. Call it a season. Yep, I have so, uh, Chargers finishing last in the AFC West this year, 5-11. and 11. Um, It'd be yeah, kind of the most Anthony too. Lynn type of thing to start Tyrod Taylor for the first 10 weeks, realize that it's not working when you're 3-7, yeah. and seven, and then put Justin Herbert in. 5-11. <laughs> yeah, and then – that's just gonna. Yeah. It's only gonna interrupt yeah. his uh, defense is his good. Defense got a lot better this year, but uh, defense doesn't really matter when you can't score or move the football. Five and eleven. But again, going back to Justin Herbert, he, if Burrow didn't blow up, right? He's right. the number one pick this year, and it's kind of obvious. The Bengals aren't going to a Cincinnati, in my opinion, didn't like Tua, and. I don't like Tua at all either. Justin Herbert will be the the best. I believe he'll be the best quarterback. Burrow will be very close, but I believe I can see, I can honestly see Justin him. Herbert in a Brett Favre type of situation. It's going to start maybe not so great, and it's going to get better. It's good. It's going to get better every year. You know, I think he, it's it's going to take snaps mm-hmm. for Burrow. But start yeah five and eleven first year, last place in the AFC West. All right, the Rams interesting spot. Giving Jared Goff the bag. Interesting. 
your cap space is screwed up. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what they're doing down there in LA. But I think they're gonna finish six and ten. That's my prediction. I don't have much to say except Jared Goff. I don't like Jared Goff as a quarterback. Six yeah, and ten. Um, you know they seven. they drafted Cam Akers. Um, Jordan Fuller in the sixth round was not a bad pick at all. Uh, Van. Yeah. No, I actually really like that. I think he's got first round. Uh, Van Jefferson was not a bad pick either. But he fell in the second round. Falling off a cliff. Mm-hmm. I like Van Jefferson after the one good year they had. And the only reason that I have them going seven and nine this year is because of their defense and Sean mm-hmm. McVay. All right, on to Las Vegas. I mean, like I said earlier, they're not going to be good. Four and twelve season, Josh Jacobs show, but I do want to uh, point out Marcus Mariota could be the turning point of that franchise. I hate Derek Carr honestly, but I'm a firm believer in Marcus Mariota, <laughs> and I believe that he will. It'll be a bad season, but it will turn into positives because one, you'll get a top five pick. Two, you got your quarterback in. Don't quote me, but I think Marcus Mariota's. He's young. I'll say that. I don't know how old he is, but he's young. He hasn't been in the league very long. No. Yeah. So, you know, honestly, like, I, I like Derek Carr. Derek Carr played a lot better with Gruden last year. The only problem was they had no wide receivers. When your number one is Hunter Renfro, who went no like no disrespect to like undrafted players, like undrafted players ended up good sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like your number one is an undrafted rookie, Hunter Renfro. Yeah. Cause Tyrell Williams got hurt. Like you just you don't have the receivers. I think now, you know, Nelson Aguilar has the drops, but he has potential. Mm-hmm. He's a big target with Tyrell Williams back healthy. Hunter Renfro in his second year played well last year until he got hurt. Mm-hmm. And then you have uh, Aguilar and Henry Ruggs. Like, who knows what could happen with that offense? But yeah. I still think the defense is lacking, and I have him at 6 and 10 this year at the p- upside. Yeah, not a very bright future for the season. No. All right, moving on to Miami. I'm just going to get out of the way. Two is a bust, like I said. Um, Curtis <clears throat> Weaver. I think it was a tremendous pick, but three and thirteen. I'm done. You can um, say your little prediction here. You know, they're just not gonna be good. Like, yeah, it's, no other it's way like to put it. it's like that every year. I also have them at three and thirteen. You know, it's the defense. They added a lot of defensive pieces, but nothing spectacular. They added like two, two or one or two defensive pieces from Kansas City, who got hurt at the beginning of the year and haven't played in over a year almost. I did like the Shaq Lawson uh, acquisition, though. I did like Xavier Howard, or not Xavier Howard. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick left. You know they, did uh, pick they up don't Byron have a. Jones, That's a. They did pick up Byron Jones. A good pickup. Um, their number one is Jordan Howard, who is just eh. Mm-hmm. Well. It could very well be Matt Breida, but don't know right now. Either way, Jordan Howard's eh, and Matt Breida got hurt all last year. Was on and off the field all last year. Both not good running backs. You know, 
I could I could see Fitzpatrick playing, and the offense has some upside potential with Devontae Parker and Preston Williams back off injury. Parker, if you ask me, he's going to be a top receiver this year. Now, obviously, he's going to get overshadowed being on a bad team in Miami. Yeah. But he's such an underrated receiver. Yeah. All right, on to Minnesota. 11-5 team. I like Justin Jefferson stepping into that wide receiver two situation there. Um, I don't have a lot to say except that they're an eleven and five team right there. I don't. I'm not gonna say much except they're an eleven and five team. Yeah. Um. With Stephon Diggs leaving, and then you, I think VC Johnson and Justin Jefferson can both fill that void there that was kind of missed. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be missed a little bit because you know he did have a couple like stellar games last year. Yep. So I feel like those two can fill that void. You know, very solid team all around. I think upwards, like ceiling twelve and four. Uh, you know, worst case seven and nine. Maybe yeah, I can. I can anywhere in that range. I mean, they all could right. just they could just pull a Kirk Cousins type of season and just go seven and nine. But I see it eleven and five season. Yeah, I think that the upside here is very good in Minnesota, especially for this year. All right, uh, um, New England, you just lost Tom Brady, but this will decide the argument that has been settled and disputed for the last 20 years or so. Don't quote me on that. Um, Bill Bel- Is it Bill Belichick or is it Tom Brady? Personally, I do believe it was Tom Brady because – Coaching can only do so much for you. But back to New England this year, present New England. I don't like them this year. Jared Stidham. I mean, you just never know. Maybe Bill Belichick can turn him to the next Tom Brady. Maybe he can't. We, you just never know there. Yeah. Um... Six and ten. Exactly. Six and ten seven and nine. That's, That's exactly where I have the pats at. And, like, do I believe in Jarrett Stidham? No, not at all. He, yeah, he threw one think... pick six last year and got benched, and they were up by, like, 30 points. Yeah. But, you know, I believe Bill Belichick's the best coach of all time. As much as I hate the Patriots and hate Bill Belichick, you he's the greatest him. coach of all time. got to respect him. I don't care what happened last year. Tom Brady was horrible. He was one yeah. of the worst quarterbacks in the league. Don't care about the targets. Don't hit me with that. Yeah. No, one of the worst quarterbacks in the league last year. And at this point, you can't say they're a 3-13 and 13 team guaranteed number one pick because it's Bill Belichick, and I think they can we'll manage six wins next year. We'll and find a way. He doesn't like to lose. No, 6-10, and 10, and that's a good year, honestly. Now, honestly, I could see them trading into the top three and maybe getting a Trevor. Yeah. You know, I th- never- it's it's – it's weird to me how they just didn't draft a quarter. They had so many opportunities to draft quarterbacks. Exactly. And they didn't draft a quarterback. So Bill sees something there. There's something that he, there's us something on the outside us on the outside we don't get. All right. Moving on to New Orleans. Uh they're twelve and fourteen. They're gonna lose in the first or second round. I'm not gonna say much there. Uh yeah, I have the Saints absolutely steamrolling the division at eleven and five. And nobody else is close. 
uh, Emmanuel Sanders, Michael Thomas, with uh, Kamara, I think is going to have a good year with Drew Brees. And who knows what they're going to do with load management and Jameis Winston. Uh, yeah, that should turn into a very yeah. good defense. Is you know average? They're they're solid defense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, their division. I see them steamrolling everybody in their division. though. eleven and five. All right, uh, moving on to New York. Sam Darnold. What does Sam Darnold have in him? Was he worthy of a top pick? Coming out of USC, yes. Getting paired with Adam Gaze, no. Yeah. Um, I think I think he's a systematic quarterback, and yeah, very uh, quarterback. to be a systematic quarterback, you're gonna have to have a good coach to succeed, and that's just not the case there. But who knows? I like the Mackay Becton pick. The offensive line is getting better. You, you know, you picked up Denzel Mims. Yeah. That was a tremendous pick. I mean, first round talent. I have upside six and ten, uh, low side three and thirteen. Yeah, I mean, I can't really argue with that. I mean, I think their low side is Sam Darnold finds something yeah. that he hasn't been able to do. Eight and eight. You know, uh, the, but it could also be two. And I think Le'Veon Bell could be used a lot better in that system. And I think the main reason that. I think they'll figure it out. I, I Their offensive line was so bad last year, they couldn't use Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. I think they have a new piece in the offensive line. You know, they have uh, Le'Veon Bell. And who'd they just sign? Frank Gore? Yeah, Frank Gore. Yep. So, I mean, who knows with the team, honestly? You never know. The old head could produce some good numbers. Right. All right, moving on to the Giants. Giants. Very interesting year. Very interesting. Um, But I'm going to say they are a bold prediction here. They're an 8 and 18. Danny Dimes figures it out. Saquon will be Saquon. I let uh who's their new quarterback? Patriots guy. Uh I can't think of the name right now. For who? But everyone knows who I'm talking about. Oh, the special teams coordinator for the Patriots their new head coach. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like that pickup. That'll bring the Patriot way into New York. And uh I like him a lot <clears throat> this year. That division will not be good. Yeah. Um I think Danny Dimes is horrible. By the way, um, I, I mean, think he is too. It's, it's hard. I don't think he. I don't think he was top five. It's hard to say that. Okay, I take that back. You can't. You can't say somebody's horrible as his first year in the league with a messed up coaching staff and all that other stuff. You never. He, He's got upside. He doesn't play good last year. Uh, Saquon's coming off injury. Uh, Slayton Darius Slayton showed a lot of promise last year. Yeah. Um, Sterling Shepard's a fairly solid. Receiver. I think this year will show what they will show us in the yeah. next five to ten years. Philadelphia, we're going to say Carson Wentz stays injury-free this year. We'll, we'll say that. And if he does, 11-5. Um, if, Phil, if Carson Wentz stays healthy, they go 8-8 eight eight this year. Um, what would you say? 8-8 eight eight this year. See, now, only reason I'm going 12-4 uh, or 11-5 is uh, they just picked up Jalen Rieger. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Hurts. Interesting. Don't thing, understand. But that I think still. it'll work. I think it'll work out. I, pre- Doug Peterson. 
he's drew up a lot of plays. The Philly Philly play, for example. He could find another play that'll be memorable as that play. I think he can find a way. Or like a wildcat offense, but instead of a running back, you've got Jalen Hurts there. Yeah. And I think they can definitely figure out that way. Or they can steal a few plays from the uh uh the Ravens playbook right. when they ran out with R G three and Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram. Yeah. I mean I, I can see that. Um no also I'm saying this because of EDP. We need EDP happy. Yeah. Um I say eight and eight because I mean at this point in time, you just gotta prepare for the entire secondary to get hurt and it just be mm-hmm. gone. Yeah, it's uh Darius Slay is gonna help that secondary a lot, but it's the question of does he stay healthy? Yeah. The whole the the trainers for the Eagles must just be horrific because the entire secondary got hurt last year. You know, yeah. I I can see an eight and eight low side. I see it, it's the Cowboys in the Eagles division for winner. It's a, it's a yeah. toss up. Who knows? Pittsburgh. Um, Rudolph is not the answer. Big Ben is back Duck this year. Hodges is not the answer. Big Ben is he'll retire after this year. If you ask yeah, he's me. got very few years left. Yeah, very limited time left. If some people pick the Steelers to be the Niners this year, I don't like um, that. Not in this division. They win f- not in yeah, this division. Um, they win four games this year. Uh, offense struggles because Big Ben hasn't taken a snap with that team in all year. I do like mm-hmm. the was it uh, Chase Claypool that they drafted. I like yep. the pick, but I mean the defense is the only reason they win four games this year. I don't think the offense is going to be very explosive at all. Four eleven. Yeah, Steelers 100% have a top-five defense. Injuries, again, injury-free situation though right here. Top-five defense. You can argue top three. Yeah. Not going to say much there. Um, I think Steelers honestly finished last in the division. That's where I have them at last. Last 4-11. and 4-11. And um, I'm saying 4-12. Maybe oh my that's a typo a four four and twelve my bad you're good there um five and eleven four and twelve in that range I don't think they do good all right moving on to Seattle go go there um yeah I have them at ten and six this year uh Russell Wilson always keeps that team um competitive no matter how bad yeah. the offensive line is him and Pete Carroll him and Pete Carroll yeah. know the way to find the way um, to the playoffs. Defense, I don't know what's happening with Jadavian Clowney. Um, yeah, it's very toss up. There's talks about what Marshawn Lynch is doing. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Uh, no, he's not that good Chris, anymore. It was more of a community type of deal, I think, in my opinion. It was to get the community in Seattle back for Marshawn Lynch. Um, if mm-hmm. Chris Carson can stay healthy, he'll be fine. He'll be fine at running back. They have DK Metcalf. He's only going to get better. Uh, ten and six, they win the division. Um, I'm gonna say nine and seven record, but they make the playoffs. Uh, I think they finish second in that division, but they could also finish third in that division, and make the playoffs with the new uh, the new uh system. That is true. That is true. So. Second or third, they finish nine and seven, but they do find a way to make the playoffs because it's it's, it's Seattle. Bubblegum, Chew, and Pete Carroll. Yep. 
San Francisco, same way. I think they finished nine and seven. I don't like them that much this year. I think that defense is tremendous. That'll be the reason why they finished nine and seven. Jimmy G, not the answer. I'm telling you right now. Listen, not the answer. Tevin Coleman loved the story. I mean, uh, who was it? Raheem Mostert. Yeah, loved the story. Not, no, not an every down back. back. Yeah, not an every. He's th- your third down back. I think Jimmy G can be the answer. The uh, the run offense they run keeps him from being the answer. It's two yeah. heads clashing. Like he's just. He's not a great pocket passer. You need to run a you need to run a play action. When you run a play action, you need a big back. You need a big every down back, and they don't have that anymore. Which is why the Titans run that yeah. play action? Why they don't have that anymore. Raheem Mostert, I don't think can handle being an every down back. One of the best backup running backs in the league, I feel like, but not an every down mm-hmm. back. Tevin Coleman can't stay healthy. They should have drafted a solid running back this year. They should yeah. have. They should have drafted somebody AJ like AJ Dillon. Perfect yes. running back for them. So I have the but, uh, Four the Niners at seven and nine this year. Choices. You know, defense is great, but I think the defense is only going to go so far this year. All right, uh, moving on to Tampa Bay. I like this a lot. I think they do finish second in the division, but I believe they finish ten and six. That defense is showing a lot of promise to me. Mike Evans, Chris, uh, sorry there, Chris Godwin, Brady, he's got no excuses here, and I think he shows up and brings it to the table. He, he just got Rob Gronkowski back. Uh, I don't know about the O.J. Howard situation. Yeah. He could stay. He could not. I assume he moves on for a fourth-round pick. But let's say he does. That's a 10-5, I mean, a 10-6, 11-5 team. Yeah. Still making the playoffs, going to the wild card, but that's still an, like an amazing. This is uh, put up or shut up. This is honestly for everyone that's you know younger and have watched Tom Brady dominate the NFL. This is, determines his dynasty right here. Honestly, in my opinion, if he doesn't show up mm-hmm. this year, it shows that he's a system quarterback that got really really lucky to get Bill Belichick. Because exactly, and that'll determine whether or not he's the best quarterback. He got two of the top receivers in the league. Um, I don't understand the Rob Gronkowski thing, other than the fact that it's Tom Brady's friend. Uh, Bruce Arians Mm -hmm. has never used a tight end. Please point me out one good tight end that Bruce Arians has used effectively. Gresham, but not there. Any he wasn't really there. Yeah. So I mean, there's upside. Uh, they don't have an every down running back. I think the running back room is horrible. It's very interesting with Ronald Jones and how he progresses. Yeah, I mean, with Bruce Arians there, you never know what's going to happen. But, like, in my opinion, looking in on that, I don't see a solid every down running back that can compete with the other every down running back in the NFL. Um, nine and seven ceiling, uh, floor as low as uh, six and ten. All right, moving on to Tennessee. I like this. Their schedule is very uh, – it's good but not good at the same time. They're better than most of the teams right. play because of their Henry. And I'd say they finished second in the AFC with a 13-3 and record or 14-2. and Never know. 
as again, Mahomes, Chiefs finished 15 to 1 or 16 to 0, depending on how they finish the season with all their starters. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I have the Titans at 11 and 5 this year. I think they're going to be very solid. They're going to win the division 100%. Um, very solid team. Um, Tannehill, you know, they signed Tannehill to the extension. You already know what kind of offense they're going to run. You know, yeah, you run but, into a good, a very good defense. You could have some problems. I don't know because the play action could be gone, and then Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can run the guy forty times a game, but can you run him forty times a game, four games in a row effectively? <laughs> yeah. So eleven and five, I'll give them some losses there, but they're definitely winning the division, hundred percent. All right, and uh, to finish it up here with our podcast, first episode, Washington. They just picked up Chase Young. <clears throat> Haskins is young. Very young team overall. Just picked up Ron Rivera. But I say they finished 4 12. Um, no, like I have faith in this. The talent is there, you know. Terry McLaurin showed amazing upside. You know, the, they're doing a lot with not great receivers. Um, yeah. I absolutely love. Uh, Randy Moss's son, Thaddeus Moss. Moss. I, they picked him up after the draft. Love that pick. I was high on the guy to begin with. Thought he he played amazing mm-hmm. at LSU. That gives Haskins another. He didn't have yeah, a single drop. Gives Haskins another target. Adrian Peterson's reliable, not great, but reliable. Darius Geis could come he's, off injury. Yeah, he's still AP. Yeah, coming off injury. You know, you never know with him. You haven't ever got to see him play. And Chase Young to the defense helps, you know. Um, mm-hmm. High as seven and nine, low as three and thirteen this year. All right. Well, that will conclude our first episode. Uh, thank you if you did listen all the way through, and uh, we will be, we will try to post a episode every Monday. Yeah, that'll work. That is the goal. Once every a week. Monday or Tuesday. Yep, once a week. Start your week off right with a podcast from All Days Sports. Yes, sir. All right. Thank you for uh, listening. If you did all the way through, and have a blessed week. Yep. See you guys. Goodbye. Yep.